This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by Failed Comedians in California. Failed Comedians in California generating endless content since 2016. Send your many thanks to a uh, failed comedian in California today. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only intercontinental podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest consecutively running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network. I am your host, Tad Burton. With me today, a very famous person live from Philadelphia, it's Tony from Hack the Movies. Hello, Tab. How are you? I am great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Everything is great. Nothing horrible is going on in my life. I I love every minute of every day. You know, I I say that too, but I mean it unironically. Like it's been <laughs> it's unironically been a pretty good week. Um, <laughs> and I've got the show coming up this weekend that yeah. I'm, I'm helping a an, a person who's early in their career of being a lighting designer figure their stuff out. And that's been really satisfying. And then today yeah. I had my second glass blowing training. Ooh. Um, and that was a great deal of fun. I finished up the big project that I had set out to do when I, you know, first did it, we got it done in two sessions. Plus I got a bonus, uh, item done that I'm going to give to a friend, but we, so we're working today and my instructor, you know, you know, we're, we're I, I come in and I've got my drawings. Like this is what, this is what I want to make. These are these techniques I want to try and use. And so we're like halfway through working on this stuff. And he's like, you know, I have to, I have to remind myself, this is only your second time doing this. Most people are not <laughs> like doing this when doing level <laughs> of this kind of work on their first, uh, their first time through the studio. So that felt really good to be like, ah, all that, all those YouTube videos that I watch and the books that I've read and like going and watching stuff live has paid off in the, in yeah. me like picking up on what I'm supposed to be doing more quickly than, than other people. So yeah, it's, it's a ton of fun when, uh, well, uh, when I get these pieces, I'll post a photo in the discord. Well, let me tell you, uh, not the thing we were talking about off air. I'm not going to talk about that on the show. Let me tell you about something else that, that was fun that happened to me this week, Tab. Uh, I've been banned from Facebook dating. <laughs> I want to see if you're going to ask the same question everyone asks. Uh, what was it because you like were ugly in your photos? Actually, you know what? You're probably the closest one. Um, so I guess uh, I don't know if you've if you use dating apps. One, they don't work. They're fun for people watching, though. Um yeah there's a lot of spam accounts on those apps, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Facebook came up with a thing that was like, Hey, we're, we're cracking down on spam bots. Uh, you, you have to verify that it's actually you and your photos. So we're going to take like a video of your face and you have to do like a prompt where you move your face and they match it with your mm. photos. Right. Yeah. I'm like, good. My current photo on the app is my current haircut. Let me do this. So I do it. And they're like, okay, we're processing <laughs> it. And then like an hour later, they're like, you're we determined that you are not the person in the photos. This you are breaking our terms of service. You are banned from Facebook dating. And I just sat there and I had like an existential crisis. And I'm like, am I not who I am? I'm like what? I'm like, this is the biggest social media thing in the world. You think their AI would be better? I'm like, oh man! I'm like, so what if I'm gonna get if I'm gonna get banned from Facebook dating, I, I'd want it for something funnier, not your AI's broken. <laughs> 
So what do most people guess then? What do you mean, though? Well, you said like everybody. Everybody asked, "Is it the same reason?" What's the oh? They all go. They all immediately go to. Well, what did you do? Oh no! I'm like I didn't do shit. I assume my my actual natural response was some woman got on there and was just like mad at you for for ghosting her and just like report report. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm upset that I'm no longer on the uh, s- single mother emporium. The dating apps are all just like I I love the profiles that ladies will put up there because it'll be mm-hmm. it'll be like yeah uh, I'm 35 years old I have seven kids I don't want anymore I it, want a man it, who has like a job that has six figures doesn't have any <laughs> kids of his own and is, is wants to put up with my bullshit and you're just like are you out of your fucking mind it, it, It's funny like what is it what is like each app has their own ecosystem like Facebook it's 100 percent single mothers. Uh, like Tinder, it's just girls plugging their Instagram. I noticed that. Uh, okay, Cupid, that's just like you, you better be like a like a strong left leaning liberal if you want to make any progress on that website. Yeah. Uh, and I'm convinced Bumble is like a joke that doesn't work. But anyway, Bum- I'm kicked off, I'm kicked off Facebook dating. <laughs> the, the other funny thing about the dating apps, um, mm-hmm. As as far as like that ecosystem stuff goes, is yeah. that you're you you like buy into it and you start trying to chat with people and women have this perception. It's all based on on physical attractiveness. Yeah. So women believe that I I don't remember what the number was some some uh there was a study published from one of those things and women re- think that like ninety seven percent of men are like below fives. Oh yeah. Yeah. I and, remember that study. When you see like men's average rating of women, it's like a nice, even bell curve with most people <laughs> towards the middle, but women are just like, yeah, you guys are all fucking evil or yeah. hunchback yeah. bug eyed creeps. And there's only like less than 1% of you that are possibly <laughs> dateable. And you're just like, you need to fucking wake up and come into reality. And also oh. start to question the fact that, you know, you have all these kids that you shout out from these guys. <laughs> what, part of the, the what what have you introduced to the system that's maybe caused some of these problems <laughs> it's, it's wild um yeah my favorite is uh okay cupid gives you <sighs> questions and like prompts and like they're like e- the one question was like elon musk and the only two options were real genius or like real insane or something like that and there was no option for his uh, publicity stunt ruined my crypto wallet forever and it will never recover. <laughs> That's the option I want to click. <laughs> yeah, they 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 do. They really try and like put you into these narrow boxes of what, so like you can pick your interests and you yeah. can't just like type in a thing you're interested in. It has yeah. to be like, here's our pre-selected list of possible interests. About half of them are, are political. Yeah. Uh, and then the other half are so generic to be completely uninteresting. Yeah. But anyway, that that that's my week. I'm kicked off a dating platform for yeah. just for just being myself, which is the funniest goddamn thing I can think of. So this was one where you like you have to like rotate your head around because I yeah. see the ones where you have to like hold up a hand. It's like hold up your left hand with the back. No, it wasn't like that. It was just the head out. rotating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, so this week I am finishing off a very special bottle of whiskey. I, so I've, I've been I've been drinking whiskey on all the episodes lately. I've been talking about what I've been drinking. So okay, uh, I am finishing off this bottle of tw- Jameson Twelve Year Distillery Reserve that was given to me in 2014. Okay, um, the cork snapped in half. Ah, uh, so I had to push the cork down into the bottle that- and then 
strain it to get my glass out. But I, there's really only one glass left, so it's no big deal. And I'll probably hold on to the bottle for something I, in the future. But I this is like the, the best cork. Jameson ever. Yeah, I hate when the cork goes into the goddamn bottle. Well, you got to keep your cork wet. Otherwise, <laughs> it will fall apart and not like not hold up to the standards you need it to. Like you need a cork that's like big and strong, but yeah. also one that can easily slide in and out of places that may be a little tighter than what your cork is designed for. So you got to soak your cork. Do you soak corks a lot? Oh, I I don't soak corks, but I have a lady that I know that soaks cork for me. Oh, good. Yeah. This is a Saturday Night Live bit. This is a Saturday Night Live bit. I swear to God. Yeah. Just wait. Next week we'll be talking about our sweaty balls. <laughs> so it's it's Halloween season right now. Yeah. You know, we're we're right in the middle of fucking October. I walked into a Lowe's the other day and mm-hmm. just let out a string of profanities like someone had just killed my cat. Because <laughs> you walk into I I was I walked into Lowe's in like September, late August, early September, and they had like their garden center was turned into Halloween land. They got like the skeletons and ghosts and lights and all that kind of shit. And it was like, okay, this is a little early for this, but no, you know, I guess, I guess we're not going to have any, um, well, I guess we're not going to have any of these, you know, grills and stuff anymore. Cause we're going into fall. Mm. So I, I hadn't been to, to the hardware store for a while, but I, I was swinging by the hardware store because I found this park here. So in St. Louis, uh, you get free firewood and mulch and compost if you live inside the city. And I found this park that's pretty near me that um, had they just like dump giant logs in, in it. <laughs> and so I went by the giant log dump and I was like, you know, it'd be a lot of fun would be to chop this wood. So I went and found a Lowe's. Went to Lowe's and to buy an axe. I bought, you know, just a normal wood splitting axe. And mm-hmm. I started... <clears throat> I went back to the park and just started splitting these logs. Just shit. They were too big to split in half, but I could hit them on the sides and like cut the edges off slowly. So I did that for about two hours. Fucking great. Yeah. Just like, and like people are showing up and they're like, man, I should buy an ax. Like, yeah, you should, should go buy an ax. This is chopping wood is awesome. I love chopping wood. Yeah. And then I went home and made this, I have a really, a pretty small fire pit. It's like 22 inches. I made this fucking roaring four foot tall (laughs) fire out of the top of it. It was incredible. That was my Sunday. So anyway, I walk into the Lowe's to buy this ax and I get through the door right there at the front fucking filled to the fucking rafters with Christmas decorations, light up shit. Santa Claus is like, it's, it's just now October. What the fuck? And so I just like fucking let out this string of profanities and all these people <laughs> turn to look at me and I'm like, you fucking deserve this shit. You deserve every inch of this fucking beratement. In uh, 2012, I worked at a garden center and the most frustrating thing ever is when I had to fluff fake Christmas trees in fucking June. I was so fucking pissed. I'm like, you got, you guys start this goddamn early and it's all, it's the boomers who do it. I'm like, how fucking good was Christmas when you were a kid that you wanted earlier and earlier each year you get closer to death? Like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, and we have to recreate all of these moments of of boomer yeah. Christmas time with all the same fucking useless songs. It's just, it's, un. and why? Why yeah. do you need that shit to be in the store in fucking October? It's not good enough that it's on sale for two months. Yeah. 
I don't understand it at and all. The, it's- and the Halloween stuff's all been like sequestered down to this very. You can like do a little circle and see all the Halloween stuff. Yeah, should have bought all your fucking Halloween stuff in in August and September. You know, months before you started thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, so fucking irritating. We have the same fucking conversation every fucking year in this show, and it just keeps getting pushed further and further and further forward. Yeah. I I, I don't know what to do about it other than like starting to kill boomers <laughs> in Minecraft. In in mine life, <laughs> anyway. Well, uh, let's get to get in some issues. Tony, okay. what is your first issue this week? Okay, well, Tab, there's a new Halloween movie coming out. New Michael Myers film. Ugh. Uh, and I watched the last one uh, yesterday. Did a commentary track for it. It's going to be on Patreon. Uh, Halloween, and, uh, Halloween never kills. dies. Kills. Ha- Halloween. Kills. Oh wait, I thought that was the new one. No, the one's ha- Halloween ends. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're ending it again. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So I think, you know, that last movie was pretty divisive. And I think we all know why the last movie didn't work that well. Too much eye injury. There's too much eye injury (laughs) in these horror films. And this goes back to Halloween, too, when there was a needle in Dr. Mixter's eyes. I don't understand why horror movies uh, feel the need to have horrifying eye injuries. And uh, it's it's very upsetting. Have you ever seen the movies See No Evil and See No Evil 2? I haven't. Starring the pro wrestler Kane, a.k.a. Mayor Glenn Jacobs. Mm, also the bad guy in RoboCop 2. I meant the wrestler <laughs> Kane. I know Kane is a bad guy in RoboCop 2, who is also Francis Dollarhide in Manhunter, the original Red Dragon. But no, yeah, that is a horror movie with a killer who specifically just wants to... M- stab people's eyeballs out (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that sounds awesome then there's the famous scene in uh 1979 zombie where a girl gets a splinter piece of wood through her eye these are all horrifying things i i I, we could all agree like you know there's a line for horror films and i've never been one to censor (laughs) gore or uh side with the mpaa but when you watch something like opera dario argento's opera where they staple pins to someone's eyelids so they can't close their eye or else they'll stab each other we can all agree that goes too far right that goes too far and it should be banned from all horror films right i don't think it should be banned from all horror films no it should it should especially when uh say and i'm just i'm just exaggerating here this is totally fictional say you're like someone who has a horrifying fear of eye injuries and it's like the scariest thing in the world to you and then you've actually injured your eye and then you find out from the doctor that your eyes have poor cells and that you need horrifying surgeries where the only way to fix your eye is to stab them even more. Uh, stuff like this could be triggering for that. That person. sounds like an episode of house. <laughs> like the only way to save him is with more eyeball stabs. <laughs> he's so he's people addicted have, to eyeball stabs. If people haven't caught on. The person I'm talking about is myself. I have a horrifying fear of eye stabbings. I've suffered eye stabbings and the only way to fix it was more eye stabbings. And I can't, every time there's a new fucking horror movie, a slasher movie, I'm like, Oh, fun, a good old fun slasher movie. And inevitably there's a fucking eye stabbing in it. And every single time like, fuck, fuck, uh, Halloween kills. That one guy gets it like right underneath his eye. Do you remember that shit? I, I do. I remember every movie that I see with an eyeball stab now. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> uh, Tony's not going to like this. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Oh, fuck. Years ago, 
John Wick 3 came out. Yeah. And you literally, you literally texted me going, hey, did you see John Wick 3? And I'm like, oh, f- you never text me about movies. What the fuck? And then, of course, I finally watched it. I went, son of a bitch. Yeah. I can't, I can't fucking stand it. And, like, it's one thing to leave it in the movie. But they started like putting that shit in trailers. Like I never watched the the evil Superman movie, um, Brightburn. Do you remember Brightburn? I remember the name, but I never watched it. Well, in the trailer, like glass shatters and the girl gets fucking glass in her eye, and they left that in the goddamn trailer. And I'm like, I'm never gonna see this fucking movie. I might have seen this movie, and now I will never watch your movie. Uh, so, I think I think it's a good thing for horror movies the eye violence because <sighs> it's like you have this this like very specific and earned yeah. phobia. Yes. But I think it's like a natural visceral um, fear. And that's why it's so appealing to have someone die in that way. Uh, it's just, it, it's so frustrating because it literally is my biggest fear. And I've, I've experienced it so many times now. And I'm like, I can't, I don't want to watch it anymore. There's that one Saul movie where the guy, that's my, the one Saul movie where the guy's on the bed and he's got to get out of the contraption, the fucking blade goes right into his eye. I'm like, I would just, I'd fucking, I, I would die. I would die. I would not be able to deal with it. Tim uh, and I tried to do before and afters of all the Saw movies. I think we made it to Saw 3 and I was just like, I can't fucking do this. I can't fucking do this anymore. These movies suck. Yo. These movies are long, boring things <clears throat> up to ridiculous montages of someone being murdered. You're right, but by like Saw five or whatever they start to get like so ridiculous that i ended up enjoying them because i was like the 3d one the 3d one's fucking hilarious (laughs) the oh the i also feel that if you're putting that stuff in trailers like you're doing yourself a disservice as far as like as a as a filmmaker you want to reserve that stuff like you show the girl like running the panicking you know, she's in the closet and the guy like punches through the door and he's grabbing at her. Like, that's all scary. You don't se- you don't show Jason, like pick up a girl in a sleeping bag and slam her against a tree yeah. in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're going to see the fucking movie. You want to save that. You want to yeah. save that for the actual movie. <laughs> and they just, they've completely lost track of that kind of thing and not spoiling movies. And like the less is more building tension in your trailers. And so, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one thing to be like, I'm going to go see, I'm going to go see Scream 11 or whatever fucking yeah. one of those they're up to. And then someone gets stabbed in the eye and you're like, oh, this is horrible. But then you're just like, I, we're going to go see like a regular movie. And it's like this summer, Scream 11, <laughs> eyeball stab, eyeball stab. And you're just like, what the fuck? I'm at a screening of the Minions movie. <laughs> it was funny. I, I doing the commentary for Halloween Kills earlier. I'm like, oh, my God. He like stabs so many people in the eye that like the firefighters, he's poking them in the eyes with the big stick. He gouges the fucking gay guy's eye out and pops the eyes out in the extended cut. I'm like, this is too fucking much. It's too much. Michael Myers, doesn't he just stab? Like, go back to him stabbing people. I like that. I like the stabbing. I don't like the impaling in the eyes and popping eyes out shit. Well, the other thing about the that I didn't like about Halloween Kills was that they showed too many of the deaths because they had him on such a wide. He was in such a large scope. Yeah. Whereas I, you know, I think like even H two O people don't like H two O, but H two O the original Halloween two, they're all in like this house. That's a Halloween three. H two O is a Halloween three. Uh, oh yeah, because it's a sequel to two. Yeah. Uh, but how you know Halloween two is in this hospital. Halloween H two O is in that school, school that yeah. she lives in, and so what 
made those movies scary is that someone would just disappear and then later they like open up the closet and like the body yeah. lurches out or i think it's it, it's h2o at one point they like turn a light switch on and the dude yep. is like hanging and he's got the light bulb the inside girl. his you, body yeah you see her leg get ripped up but you don't see like what michael does uh it's funny you mentioned that last week i put out a video i reviewed the halloween h2o tv cut they oh, like God. They cut not only do they cut out like a lot of the kills, they cut out a lot of just finding the body. So characters of the TV cut just disappear. They just dis- <laughs> so you never like like you know remember the beginning, the nurse, she finds like Joseph Gordon Levitt with like an ice skate in his head. Mm-hmm. And then that guy falls on her. Well, they have her reaction to that, but now she's just reacting to Michael walking through a door. You never see those kids again. So the whole <laughs> movie, like when you watch the TV cut, you're like. What did Michael, is he actually killing people? What is he doing? Because it just seems like they leave and then he shows up and everyone's scared of him. But you never see any of the, de- like the girl you mentioned with the light. They never, mm-hmm. fu- they, they they leave in the shot about them about to turn on the light. And then it just cuts to them seeing Michael Myers and running away. It's like, what the fuck is happening in this? Michael Myers in that cut is like a TV executive and he's just writing you out of the series. But it's one of those things where like the next <laughs> season has started and they just didn't renew your contract. So they're like, oh yeah, Reg uh, is not coming back to the diner for season four of Becker, by the way. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay. Just like fucking Star Trek. <laughs> the real problem with Halloween H show is the, the mask. They couldn't settle on a mask ahead of time. So he has yeah. four different masks that change throughout the film. <laughs> it, yeah, the it, it was a good concept. It was done better in the 2018 version of yeah. Halloween. But um, yeah, that like I, I think that there and that, I think that maybe that came from paranormal activity. Like those movies were about nothing, just jump scares. Yeah. And so they and then saw they had to make the movies as visceral as possible, as opposed to building any tension. Mm. And I felt that the the Halloween 2018 Halloween was good at building that tension mm. up to someone dying, whereas yeah. the Halloween kills was not. It was just like, oh, yeah, we're going to kill. Here's some characters and they're dead. Here's some characters and they're dead. Here's some yeah. characters and they're dead. Um. I'm interested to see how they close out the trilogy because they did just want to do two movies and they ended up having to do three. So Halloween kills just feel like it feels like that movie's just them like making fun of like slasher sequels and how ridiculous they get. I think maybe the third one they'll like try to be back to basics, but who knows? Maybe they'll go even crazier. They should have just had the one movie. Halloween obviously perfectly. By the way, I do because they they made a point to say like we filmed this. We had an idea for another one, but we made sure this one was self-contained just in case there wasn't another one. So even if the trilogy ends up sucking, I still really like that first one and it works on its own. I think I think retroactively these sequels have ruined that one and the original <laughs> for me. But yeah, but that's what yeah. I don't get. Why is there so much fucking eye stabbings in horror movies? Come up with something else. I'm tired of I'm tired of blocking my eyes every time a horror movie has that. I just want to like strap you down like a clockwork orange and make you watch all the eye stabbings in film until you're like desensitized to it. I'll never be desensitized. You don't understand. I'll never be desensitized. You haven't had the eye issues I've had where it just feels like you're constantly being stabbed. No, but I, it only make things worse. You think, you think stabbing's bad. (laughs) I got one way better for you. Um, So a coworker of mine, you know how you have those pump handles and, and sometimes they make them shoot out instead of down. Yeah. So she's pump handling one of those 
things of hand sanitizer, but it's uh, it's on top of a desk that's the top of a flight. Is, it's like the top of the house, and yeah. she's down a couple of steps, and it squirts out instead of down. And when it squirts out, it squirts out into her eyes, ah! and it melted her contacts, and they, oh, fuse, no! they fuse with her eyes. She rushes to the bathroom, tears the contacts out. That tore the, the lining of the cornea off. Ah! Whole big, whole big to do. Oh, that was the thing. Like, so I initially stabbed my eye with my fingernail and like that, it didn't heal. But that's what I found out. The doctor's like, oh, you just have a pre-existing thing. Uh, Cause then the other eye, I never stabbed it. It just was dry one day and the cells just can't heal. So the doctor's like, all right, well, we're going to come in with needles, scrape it up. So it heals a different way. And I'm like, this is, this is hell. I'm in hell. Get me the fuck out of here. Also the new uh, Hellraiser. There's literally a, a Cenobite, one of the demons, and one of his thing is that he just has needles in his eyes, like twenty four seven. Have you seen the thing where like you can get a needle through the center of your eyeball? That like theory, and then you look around. Uh, that new that new Hellraiser where they made uh, they're like, yeah, Hellraiser is a transgender person. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's really not the well. That's not the ringing endorsement of. of <laughs> yeah, lifestyles I don't, I don't really know if that's a good look for the trans community. But that is how they are described in the book, even though that doesn't really follow the book. The way aren't they just even, genderless monsters? It's more like you just can't tell what their gender is because their yeah. flesh is all like messed up and they're their androgynous. Yeah, and they did uh, the new Hellraiser. Like her pins do have like little jewels on the end, so that is kind of like in the book. But uh, no, I thought the new Hellraiser was like okay. I got a full review coming out Monday. I, I gotta tell you, I tried to watch. So we tried to we so we a couple of years ago we started doing the uh, for movie nights during yeah. Oct- September, October, and November. Uh, we just had horror movie franchises, and yeah. we'd spin the wheel, and we'd land on a franchise, and then we'd spin the wheel again, we land on a number, mm-hmm. and we'd watch that number of the franchise, say yeah. Halloween, Leprechaun. We put Hellraiser in. I don't think we made it through forty minutes of those movies. They what? were. Yeah, they're fucking the, boring as The first fuck. two are awesome. The first two are awesome. Wait, you didn't... Oh, wait, you didn't make it to Hellraiser... Hell, Hellraiser 3 is the Hollywood big budget one. And, you know, uh, good old Harvey Weinstein. He put a lot of money into it. That one is ridiculous. You might actually enjoy that one. There was one where there was a detective, and it just, like, kept going and going, and nothing was happening. Oh, yeah, the later ones. The, the later oh. directed video ones are weak. But the first, the first few theatrical ones are fine. Yeah. The, the, we did have fun. Like we enjoyed the couple of Nightmare on Elm Street we watch. Like it's funny. Like there are franchises yeah. that are really, really good. Scream, Nightmare mm-hmm. on Elm Street, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and then there are those franchises. Just like yeah, there was one good one, and the rest are dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween. Even though I own all the sequels in 4K now, yeah. <laughs> even I will be like, yeah, well, only the first one was only like the the really good one. They really tried to milk it afterwards. What do you think I, of Halloween Three: Season of the Witch? Uh, I, I talked about this earlier. I, it was wrongfully hated just because Michael Myers wasn't in it and it was definitely underrated. And now it's way overrated. It's like, no, no guys, it's like an okay, fun movie. Uh, but it's still a movie about pebbles from Stonehenge turning people into bugs. Like it's still ridiculous and stupid, but I think as people were so mad that people shit on it just for Michael Myers, they're now overcompensating and they're like, not only is it not bad? It's the best Halloween movie. It's like, all right, fucking let's walk it back a little bit. Absolutely. It's I'd rather watch the Rob Zombie. I'd rather watch Rob <laughs> Zombie Halloween two than fucking Halloween three season of the witch. That movie is a piece of shit. <laughs> <sighs> and people were like, if it was season of the witch, it, people wouldn't have minded. I'm like, no, they probably would have been like, where's the witch? <laughs> like, What witch are they talking about? 
I just want to listen to that song. That's the only good thing about that movie. No, no, not that fucking song, jackass. That for the fucking song, uh, oh, the season, season of the witch. Yeah, I do like that they worked the Halloween three masks into the new continuity. That was kind of fun. God damn it! Not fucking that fucking jingles gonna be stuck in my head. Tim makes it his Tim makes it his fucking ringtone during the month of October. It's fucking irritating. There, me, me and my friend, we uh, we would always get the Howard the Duck song in our head. Like never, we watched, I've never seen that movie. We watched the movie together like long time ago, early hack the movies, and we reviewed it. And for like a year, we would just get it stuck in our head, and we would fuck with each other. We would like text. We wouldn't talk to each other for a while. And then one of us would just text the other. They call him Howard. The duck. And then like either me or him, we'd be like, fuck. Cause we just couldn't get it out of our head afterwards. Well, uh, did you ever see the Godfather where that guy got shot in the eye? Yes, I did see the God. I reviewed the Godfather. And yes, I, I if there is a movie with an eye injury, just assume I've seen it. You don't have to send me images or gifts or links to it, which people have done many, many times. In my my mailbag on Patreon, uh, you can probably see it in some episodes. Someone made me a pen holder. They custom made a pen holder. They wood burned it. They painted it, and it's a fucking bloody eyeball that you can put pens in. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I love that I tell the internet. I'm like, this is a horrifying fear. It's this awful thing, and everyone's like, you know what Tony would like. A fucking pen holder. That's an eye being stabbed. Like that's, that's. I hate all of you. I hate every single one of you. Ah, uh, that's that's a good one. Uh, well, yeah. that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for this episode is brought to you in part by the Ricky the News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, uh, correspondent Dead Cucks has sent us some some news in. This one's from Massachusetts. A man charged with the alleged murder of his mother committed suicide in his jail cell this weekend by choking on wet toilet paper. Huh. Adam Howell, 34, was facing murder charges from the death of his mother, Susan Howe, 69. Very nice. <laughs> on Friday evening, police arrived at Susan Howe's home to perform a wellness check and respond to reports of a fire. Um First responders discovered a body set on fire in front of the Cape Cod home. Adam, who lived with his mother, was on the scene, but quickly barricaded himself inside the residence when authorities arrived. As the emergency personnel realized that it was a body that was burning, the male subject ran into the house, officials reported. Officers forcibly extracted Adam from the residence, placed him under arrest, and brought him to a hospital for psychiatric evaluation. According to the sheriff's office, uh, the medical professionals at the hospital examined him and cleared him to return to custody. He was then transported by... State police to the Ash Street Jail in New Bedford. While in custody, Adam was provided with a nylon rip-resistant smock, clothing designed for at-risk prisoners. He was placed on security watch, which required guards to visually check on him every 15 minutes. The sheriff's office reported that between the visual checks, Adam Howe used wet paper, toilet paper to block his airways. He was found unresponsive around 3 p.m. on Sunday. So I'm guessing that this guy must have had some kind of dirt on Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. I'm kind of reading between the lines in this news reporting. <laughs> I did that. Um, I did that recently. We did a final destination. Yeah. And I was like, guys, I'm gonna, <laughs> I told uh, Johanna and my editor, Jess, for my get my co-host on it. I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to put a chain uh, cause and effect into motion, a chain reaction that's going to lead to your death. And it's just me going. Jess and uh, Johanna have information that will lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> and every, everyone in the chat was like, oh, man, they're so dead. F, F, F. Uh, yeah, that, it's, uh, it's kind of 
kind of suspicious how you know your chances of dying are far higher if you're <laughs> close with the Clinton family than they are if you're <laughs> like just a regular person. Uh, I got another another interesting thing. Have you heard about this new HBO Max show about Scooby Doo? Oh God, yeah. They should call it Scooby Don't. The series is called Velma because yep. it's about Velma. You know your least favorite character from uh, Scooby-Doo until you started jerking off all the time. I was going to say, until Linda Cardellini played her. I will not let you badmouth the Linda Cardellini Velma. Okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, but to be fair, uh, Velma was not supposed to be Italian before Linda Cardellini That's played true. her. So, you know, she was like reverse pasta facing it. <laughs> so anyway... This new this new Scooby Doo series doesn't have Scooby Doo in it because they're like it's a more serious, grounded take of Scooby Doo. We couldn't figure out how to put a talking dog in it. Yeah. Then just make a fucking show about teenagers solving mysteries. Make your fucking lead character an Indian person instead of making Velma in an Indian and having her be voiced by Mindy what? Kaling, whoever the fuck that is. Wait, the weird thing is. Because it's HBO Max and it's trying to be like the new Harley Quinn show, but it's like the Harley Quinn show has talking sharks, talking plants, and it works perfectly. I'm like, why wouldn't you have a talking dog? Who fucking cares? It's a cartoon. They made Scooby. They made Shaggy Black. I was just like, yeah, we, uh, who the biggest pothead of the group, uh, not going to make him a white guy. Who should he be? Well, uh, black guy. Did you watch the trailer for it? No, I just okay, picked okay. this up through the Because I think the trailer kind of, for me, I don't think it works the way they want it to work. So it's Velma complaining about a Jetsons reboot happening. And it's her mm. complaining that they're going to ruin Judy Jetson and blah, blah. And it's making fun of the fans that were bitching about the Velma thing. Uh, that has worked so well every time. Yeah. And at the end, Velma's like, well, at least Judy's still white. And I'm like, oh, okay. So you're making fun of the fans that don't like race swap. And it's like, wait, does that mean your Velma is now racist and doesn't want to see diversity in her cartoons? <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that worked the way. I don't think that worked. Because now I'm going to watch your show and be like, oh, well, that Indian lady's super racist and doesn't want other characters to be race swapped. So it just uh, really kind of backfired. Yeah, this this segment is more like news from the future. So the headline in uh, eight months is going to be Velma, not se season two, not greenlit. Couldn't mm. find an audience because no one's going to fucking watch this. It's it's for adults. Yeah. Um, I don't know a single adult that wants to watch Scooby Doo. Adults yeah. don't want to watch cartoons. There was um there was a Scooby Doo show from years ago, and they put in like really like clever references to like Twin Peaks and like Godzilla movies and stuff. And I oh, saw it. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I sought out mystery those incorporated. Scenes. Yeah. I sought out those scenes, but then I never actually watched an episode. My um, sister really liked it. And I yeah. like, so it would just be on and I kind of be present. And it was like a, it was a reasonably good show Yeah, where the dog talked, they solved mystery. It was supposed to be a prequel to yeah. the original series. And that like, they were still in whatever their town is before they like get the mystery mm -hmm. machine and go out on the road to solve mysteries. Yeah. Um, that so was fine. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You can, ah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm just so they, fucking irritated. They have done stuff. Like there is like a Scooby apocalypse comic and it's like fun as like a one-off thing, but like, that's not that shouldn't be your target demo if you're trying to make like a big franchise Scooby-Doo thing. Like it, it's you should start with kids and then kind of make it for adults too. That's well, how that's, I feel. That's the way 
good cartoons work. Like yeah. they're it's entertaining for a kid, but then you put enough little stuff in there so that your adult or your uncle or your like older brother or whoever has to be in the room while the TV is on can be like, oh, that that's clever. I I get yeah. that joke. Or like, do, have you ever seen the Harley Quinn show? It's actually really good. I have not. It's actually really good. But like in that one, it's like, okay, they're doing the Harley Quinn show, but like the characters for the most part, look how you remember them. So it's funny to see these characters that are usually in more kid-friendly stuff juxtaposed with all this extreme violence and cursing. But the Velma show, it's like, well, they don't really look like the characters I know, and you're changing all their personalities, so I don't really care that they're in this violent, gritty world because yeah. they just seem like new people to me. So It should just be a new funny. series. Yeah, it could be, yeah. Yeah, it could just be a cartoon about teenagers, like a dark, gritty cartoon for adults where teenagers yeah. solve crimes. But they're like, oh, we, that's that's not going to sell. Let, no. But if we bastardize the Scooby-Doo franchise, something that, like, for whatever reason, all kids love. At some point in your yeah. life, you love Scooby-Doo for some yeah. reason. Everyone goes through a Scooby-Doo phase. If you've been supposed to Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I know there's probably one person that's like, nah, I was a Jabberjaw guy. It's like, all right, fucking buddy. All right, we get it. We get it. <laughs> he was the best. Jabberjaw was the best. Scooby-Doo sucked. <laughs> Scooby-Doo's for queers. <laughs> uh, yeah, the uh, Velva show. I'm not going to watch it, but I did think the trailer was funny. It's like, well, you made a racist Velva. I'm like, I watched that. That sounds really funny. I didn't. I didn't catch. I, I Maybe I'll check the. the watch the trailer because it's definitely they're making fun you of know, fans. I should watch the trailer because I should probably throw a dislike on the counter for it because uh, <laughs> I, I want to see that ratio. I'm sure it's through the. I'm sure it's going to get canceled. That new CEO is canceling everything. So I'm pretty sure that was something that was like left over. Yeah, so, that he just hasn't know. gotten to yet. I mean, he, he just he, hasn't gotten to yet. <laughs> Joel sent me a news story about how Cartoon Network Studios is closing. And it's like, yeah, nothing really lost there. Their shows have gotten so bland. You, yeah, you know what? I saw something earlier that apparently that was like misreported and people working at Cartoon Network are now being like, could you stop telling people we don't have jobs? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you might wanna- All their their moms are calling. They're like, they're like, I just heard the news about your studio closing down. Like, mom, I'm a real artist. I'm not saying it's not true. It's just like, let's wait like a day or two and recheck that article to see if there's been like, we would like to print a retraction. Apparently they're fine. Oh, news, news places don't print retractions. Oh, that's now. true. They don't do it anymore. You know, what's yeah. funny. I live near Lancaster PA and their Lancaster PA has the Cartoon Network hotel. I don't know why it's in Amish country in that's the middle weird. of nowhere, but there's a Cartoon Network. Hotel. My, my sister's wedding. She had the hotel across from it. And I remember driving. I'm like, it's one of the new stupid Cartoon Networks, the weird yellow hot dog looking thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is that building? Like, why is there a Cartoon Network hotel in the middle of Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania? It makes no sense. Why is there a Cartoon Network hotel? Oxmad Livestream says, I love Scrappy Doo. Uh, <laughs> I'm banning you and I'm reporting you to YouTube. We it was funny. Scrappy do to death. I do love in um the first live action movie where they made Scrappy do the bad guy because just no one likes it. <laughs> yeah. like, That's pretty funny. <laughs> anyway, well, I got a couple more news stories. Here's one. Okay. Uh for you gamers. Ooh. Video games can trigger heart attacks in children with undiagnosed cardiac issues, the study has found. Oh no. Some children are born with an irregular heartbeat known as cardiac arrhythmia and may never know unless detected by a scan. About 2 million people in the UK live with such a condition. They can lead relatively normal lives. However, a flare-up can occur at any point and lead to severe consequences, such as loss of consciousness, cardiac arrest, and potentially death. 
These undiagnosed heart issues have previously been linked to sudden deaths of people playing sports, but now it's also been seen for computer games. Oh so no! All these this eighty six percent rise in child heart attacks totally because of video games and not because of any other factor caused in the world in the last fucking two years. I I, I agree. I know you're not being sarcastic, and I. I totally agree. It's just the video games, and we're going to say it's video games because Tony has a career on YouTube. So, well, and that. that's the other thing. It's just like uh, there, for my entire life, it feels <laughs> like every every other year, it's like here's some massive. Pro- Granted, I was going to make you shoot up your school. Yeah, uh, it's now everybody- the video games are going to cause a heart attack. They're causing you to be like socially retarded. And just like, can you fucking people you know, give it a rest? Video, video games causing people to have poor social skills. I've, I've, that's well documented. I've seen that. Oh, we've all, we've all seen Hack the Movies fans. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the thing, I just, I'm so tired of this demonization of things. Yeah. Um, like, it's not most, just games. It's, it used to be movies. It's, it's every, oh, it's, it's yeah. movies, it's, Comic it's books, drugs. Yeah. yeah. There, any, and what it is is people who have a problem with the thing trying to find any thing they can use to take that down. Yeah. It's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So now like kids are having heart attacks. Maybe we can blame it on video games. Maybe we get those video games taken down. And I've definitely like, I've definitely gotten amped up by playing a video game. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you just, you get kind of tied in, you're fighting that like last boss and you finally finish it and you realize like, I, I am like having, yeah. my heart is racing. Your body like goes into those does, the, your body doesn't understand that it's not real. The, the horror VR games are the ones that get me the most. Yeah, you're so your brain like is your your brain processes it in its in your deeper like animal brains, your mammalian brain, your lizard brain mm. as being real. Like there's a risk of death, and you take those deaths personally, and so your body responds in those ways. But I think it's fucking ridiculous to th- claim that it's causing heart attacks. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a little far fetched. It's like I want more. I want more. Uh, I want more uh, data on that one. Is that in slur the uh, indigenous people slur? I'm not sure which slur that is, but happy happy Columbus Day, everybody! Everyone <sighs> telling you that it's Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, look, look, look! Fuck and- you, Columbus! Fuck you for taking us out of the Stone Age, you motherfucker! Listen, you listen, piece listen. of shit! As an Italian American, look, I you want to get rid of Columbus Day? Fine, fine. But it's like, that was like the one Italian holiday during Italian Heritage Month. It's like, oh, when I heard they're like, we're, we're not doing Columbus Day. I'm like, okay, so which Italian are we replacing him with? And they're like, nope, Indigenous People Day. I'm like, okay, well, do we get a new Italian holiday on a different day? And it's like, like Leonardo nope. da Vinci Day? Yeah, nope, you get October is Italian Heritage Month. Good luck competing with Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's like, we're never going to compete with that. And also, and also, uh, September 15th to October 15th is Hispanic Heritage Month. I saw so. that. Me and Dick are enemies now. It's yeah. like, why He's taking half your month, Tony. I know. He's taking half And your month. month is the one with tits. <laughs> That's why he's trying to move in on it. This mother. Speaking of Dick, Dick yeah. kicked himself out of his own fucking Discord today. Oh, and did. I had to go in and give him back his dick permissions. Like a moron. I—that's what I said. I'm like, you're fucking lucky you didn't delete the whole thing, dipshit. 
Also, am I still a mod on the Dick Show Discord? I don't even remember. Probably. Because occasionally, like, I'll get, like, a message from someone who's a guest. And they're like, hey, can you let me in? I'm supposed to be on the show today. And I'm, like, out doing something. I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm a moderator. Uh, Yeah, sure, buddy. Oh, dude, that was the thing. So I was at my glass class. I'm, yeah. my fo- <laughs> I turned my phone completely off, tucked it in my, my bag. And then I turned it on, drove home. I get home. I open up my phone. I'm like, I wonder what's going on on Discord. Boop. It's like, you have six direct messages from people from all over the fucking <laughs> internet. Dick's in trouble. <laughs> what is it, boy? Anyway. All right. One last news story from Dad Cucks reporting internationally. Chess Grandmaster accused of using anal beads and li- to win and likely cheated over 100 times. Wait. <laughs> uh, you got... Uh- what the fuck? Tell me more. Yeah, a 19-year-old Hans Mach Neiman sensationally beat the world champion Magnus Car- <laughs> sensationally beat uh, chess ma- master. Nobody gives a <laughs> single fuck. Uh, Magnus Carlsen earlier this year. The upset rocked the chess world to its core and resulted oh. in rumors that Neiman had somehow cheated his way to victory. A wild theory suggested vibrating anal, anal beads could be his tactic. Lodged deep inside him, they would pass through the airport-style tournament security and be controlled by his coach watching the match. Vibrate gently to let him know the right moves to make. Neiman didn't help his cause when he said he would play naked as a way to prove his innocence. Unfortunately (laughs) for him, an extensive 72-page investigation into Neiman by Chess.com has made some damage. Can you Wait. imagine the guy? He's like, he's like, I've got the proof. He's got the beads in his butthole. I've got Wait. you. I've got you dead to rights, buddy. So they think <laughs> that he had vibrating beads in his ass, and someone was sending him like Morse code on like what to pick. Yeah, like, beep beep beep, and he's like, oh, 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 king to whatever. Uh, it says the chess prodigy broke the rules in tournaments as recently as 2020, noting many remarkable signals and unusual patterns in Han's path as a player. In fact, the report says that Neiman used illegal computer aids to receive assistance in over 100 online games in his path to the top. Many of these tournaments included cash prizes. Neiman was expelled from the site in 2020 for blatant cheating. At present, he hasn't issued a statement on the report. Outside of his online play, Hans is the fastest rising top player in classical chess in modern history looking purely at rating Hans should be classified as a member of this group of top young players while i doubt that hans is a talent we don't doubt that hans is a talented player we note that his results are statistically extraordinary the world of chess is divided over neiman's abilities some other chess pros have defended him calling the allegations a witch hunt among the 10 players participating in the Sinquin Field Cup, Neiman was the lowest rated and least likely to defeat Magnus Carlsen, who was on a two-year unbeaten streak. Apart from the ridiculous Anilbeard Speeds theory, some people suspect Neiman got his hands on Carlsen's game plan ahead of time, thereby anticipating his surprise opening. While we might not know if anal beads are in a liability in the integrity of chess, advances in material science and artificial intelligence could mean checking for ingenious inventions like smart clothes that transmit messages through the fabric. <laughs> I love that, like, I, I can only imagine that this Carl's Magnuson was just like, That's, I lost chess! It's impossible! He's got <laughs> bugs in his butt that are communicating things to his brain! <laughs> Fucking look at his butthole! Look at I it! I love that people were like, yeah, maybe. And the dude's like, no, I'll play. You can stare at my butthole the entire time to prove that I don't have anal beads in. Like, why Why would your mind jump there? That's like the last place that I would go. Well, do you hear, well <laughs> have you ever been to like a spy museum or seen people like tour spy museums? 
Like most of the spy equipment in real life was all like anal insertion stuff because they yeah. had to get it across borders and whatnot. <laughs> Uh, Ryan Dunn asked which of those flags are the racist ones. So for people watching the videos, uh, I now have a flag banner behind me representing the states and countries that the members of Here's Where I Don't Get are from. Oh. Pretty cool. Yeah. Wait, wait, Ryan Dunn? He's alive? Apparently. Oh, shit. I thought you died like 10, 13 years ago. Good, good, good for him. I'm and the answer him. is I don't have the racist one yet. It's supposed to arrive this week. Oh, uh, my God. No, there's. I'm serious. Well, you burn, right? No, no actually, burn. no. I have. I have a three five three by five version of it. <laughs> Canada has designated the red ensign, the flag that Canada flew up until the 1960s, as a yeah. racist hate symbol. Like it's literally the flag that Canadian troops flew in World War II wait, when they fought real fascists, wait. and they've decided that it's a hate symbol. It's the most ridiculous thing on the planet. Hold on, I'm looking up Canadian flag World War II. Canadian red ensign. That's what it's called. Is that the where it's got like the British flag and the little armor yep. thing? Yep. Okay. Now a racist hate symbol. And so Joel Chaco has one behind him on, on his wall in Paraguay. And so I thought in honor of him, I'd buy one instead of the Canadian maple leaf flag. Yeah. I do have I do have the flag for Alberta here. Okay. Since he used to be in Calgary. And then directly <laughs> behind my head is Paraguay. Okay. Uh, Missouri, North Carolina. I think that's uh, Pennsylvania. I've got Philadelphia is, yeah. here for you in Oklahoma. <laughs> so I have Tulsa, St. Louis, and the Red I recognize Ensign. the PA flag. The Philadelphia flag. I couldn't tell you what the hell that looked like. Hold on. Uh, I do a lot of research, man. I take this I job seriously. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? You type in Philadelphia flag, and it wants to give you a Philadelphia pride flag first. You have to specifically put... Uh, Philadelphia flag. Let's yeah, see. I had to. There was a lot of that. I was avoiding a lot of Canada oh, yeah, is always is. correct. Okay. So, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> let's get back. This has been the blackface lawyer news network. I'm calling the police Two if you count the cows. Speaking of the blackface lawyer, yeah. fucking, he was on Alex Jones this week. What? How oh, incredible I, is that? He was on uh, Infowars for getting banned from YouTube. I disavow him then. Bad yeah, why don't you go that? report his streams like another fat, worthless Italian? I'm going to report his streams. Oh, someone asked early on in this uh, this question, and the answer is absolutely never. <laughs> anyway, uh, so but that takes care of our legal obligations this week. But you know what doesn't take care of, Tony? Yes. Buying more flags. And if you want to help me buy more racist flags that go behind me in the studio, <laughs> you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one bug tier, which gets you access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $5 tier. We do the, our, our no, we have a $2 tier where we throw random bits and bobs. Um, Tim and I will probably do a, end up doing a review of Halloween ends just, be, mm. just to round out the franchise. Uh, we have our $5 tier. We do a monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we watch and record a feature in the commentary. Now that I've got all the hosts in one group chat, we're yeah. going to start getting back on uh, commentaries and bonus episodes. So Yeah, I got to do more commentary. I did a shit ton of commentaries over the summer. Me and that girl, Casey, we did one for, like, every Predator movie. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I got a big back catalog of commentaries. I love doing oh, commentaries. I'm looking at my phone. I'm not seeing any like text where I was invited to join in any of those. That's weird. <laughs> That's someone who loves the Predator franchise. Well, look, I haven't done one for Prey yet. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather kill myself than watch that movie again. Oh, you didn't like Prey? No, it was terrible. The only oh. reason why people think Prey is good is because the Predator was so bad. Yeah. It was such a bad movie. Yeah, that that movie being like even just uh <laughs> passing people were like that's fucking great Ah, i thought brain was fine uh Uh, (laughs) mr kill everything asked no news on the godzilla podcast johanna literally yelled at me for it today and i'm like look i've got a lot of doing i'll bring it back soon i'll bring it back soon it is coming up on our one-year hiatus (laughs) i i don't want to spoil anything but um i'm gonna be in tulsa next weekend tim and i may be getting together there may be some special Uh, recordings happening no 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 To celebrate some things. Uh, look, look, I, I don't want to get into all the drama that happened, but a lot happened around this time last year, and sadly, Castzilla had to take a back seat. Uh, but yes, I do want to bring it back. I do want to. Bring I was it back. actually I was walking through Walmart yesterday, and made a kids Godzilla costume, and I almost bought it to wear for this episode. <laughs> anyway, uh, I should bring it back. There's there's more Godzilla coming. I wasn't expecting that. We also have our $50 spite producer tier where you get a say in the show. You get to uh, ask for like special bonus content. You can ask for special segments on the show. Anything your heart desires, we will do our best to to fulfill. Uh, And we thank all of our patrons, big and small, because without you, we absolutely would not still be doing this show. 307 episodes strong. So uh, thank you, everybody. And if you're not currently supporting the show, go visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG. But let's get back into uh, some issues. Here's what I don't get. Okay. Ghost tours. Uh, we've all heard of these things where you like go to a building or a you know college campus or like some area and some like dipshit with a stack of note cards wanders you around. It's seven o'clock at night and they're like, yeah, so in this house or in this room, an old lady died about 300,000 years ago. Um, <laughs> and and so now that every so often there's like a ghost of the lady in here. And, and then, you know, you wander around. The whole idea, people think that they're going to go be on um, ghost adventures or ghost hunters with Zach Baggins. And they're like, yeah, here the like kind of shit not realizing that shit's fake but yeah yeah 100 percent fake uh and so instead the what ends up what you end up happening is you just go look at old buildings at night in the dark and then yeah you're just like we went on this ghost tour did you see any ghosts no was it fun yes for some reason <laughs> I mean it's nice they could I guess I guess hey look the late night architecture tour doesn't sell as much tickets mm. so it's like hey look at these fancy buildings and maybe you'll see a ghost probably not though it's like oh cool and th- that's the other funny thing is so like when we were in Tampa doing uh, the Dick show live in, t- mm. in 2020 we went by the event the venue the day before the actual show happened and we got a tour by the venue manager later and lady and she's like yeah and this this room this this is haunted this way and this is haunted this way and i will say this okay i don't think i've told this story to anyone but we were in this room and i got i started smelling very very intensely the smell of tobacco mm-hmm like a bunch of people sitting around smoking cigars. And I thought that's weird. And then she's like, yeah, people used to smoke cigars in here, but then she didn't mention that anyone ever smells the smell of tobacco in mm. 
as like from ghosts. Instead, she talked about how like there's a little boy ghost that plays with these balls we leave in the middle of this room. We'll like leave the balls in this spot, and then tomorrow they'll be in that spot. How crazy is that? And I'm like, that's your evidence of ghosts? <laughs> yeah, your fucking mind. Well, well, it's hard to have a ghost tour because ghosts aren't real. So it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, that's the thing is that what it, the only reason why a man has ever gone on a ghost tour mm. is because uh, they want to have sex with the lady that <laughs> wants to go on the ghost tour. I remember when I was a kid, I remember, I don't know where we were, but we were on a ghost tour, but they actually like put work into it. Like they would point at a house and be like, oh, yes, in this house, this happened. What I, and then they had like actors in the window, like acting out stuff like, oh, that was kind of cool. But you're right. Like every other ghost tour, it's like, oh, yes, this building was built this and in the 1800s and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes a lady cries. (laughs) There you go. And it's like, all right. Like, could you have an actor dressed up as the lady crying? Can you do something cool? What the fuck is this? As much as everyone hates it, the 2016 Ghostbusters movie, like it opens in that house. There's just people on a ghost tour. And then that like candlestick falls off the the shelf yeah. and everyone's like, Ooh, so spooky. And it turns <laughs> out that it's like a, a candlestick that has a mechanism to make it fall off the table. Yeah. But it's like, you're giving those people something to see. There's something there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's very unrealistic because real ghost tours aren't that impressive. Yeah. I remember I told this story on the podcast back when Buck was on the show, but so I was working when I was in college. Uh, a lot of times I'd work in the theater, like way late, you'd be quiet. There'd be nobody there. I'd be working on cues or whatever. Mm. So one night it's late. It's like 1130. And I finish my work for the day and I lock up the theater and I come out of the doors and I walk into the lobby and in the lobby is this crowd of like 30 people. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's the middle, it's the middle of the night. Like I'm not expecting anyone to be in this area. I'm like, and the building's also supposed to be locked. It was supposed to lock at like 10 PM. So how the fuck did these people get in this building? Mm -hmm. And I, and I'm like, uh, can I help you folks? And then one of the people goes like, oh, yeah, we're on a ghost tour. Do you do you work in here? Like, yeah, I, I work in here uh, in the theater department. And he's yeah. like, oh, you ever seen a ghost? And, and I went, of course not. Ghosts aren't real. Every theater pretends that it's haunted, but it's just people <laughs> who work too long of hours getting delirious and seeing things. It's total bullshit. And like the whole crowd was just like, oh. Dad, you and then I, I walked straight through the crowd and out the front door. It's just like, all right, now that I've ruined your evening, see ya. Tab, you screwed up. You should have been like, you should have been like, oh, I've never seen a ghost, and I've been working here since 1932. And they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a there's a venue. So um, when I moved out to St. Louis, I told some of the people that I that I worked with in Tulsa, and Mm. and you know they they were asking about the building that I worked in and all those kinds of questions. And, uh, and one of them asked, uh, you know, this guy that I had become close with, he's an older, older gentleman. He's been working yep. for a long time. And he's like, Oh, is, you know, how old is the building? And I said, you know, it's built in the seventies. Like, oh, that, that, that's probably getting old, old enough. Are there any ghost stories? And I was like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I didn't hear anything. He's like, well, if there's not, you got to make them up. And the better your story, the the, <laughs> the more you have a story you have, the better it'll be like, oh yeah, I was just a young man moving to St. Louis on for, and this, this whole, and then him and the, he, he summoned over this other guy. They had worked together for a long time at the Brady theater in Tulsa. Yeah. And they told me this story about how they used to rent the place out 
two groups for seances and shit to find the ghost of R.L. Spatz, who was a ghost that those two guys made up so that they could sell seance time. And so they would like, they'd invite that people would be like, yeah, we heard the Brady theater's haunted. Have you ever seen anything like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. We've seen stuff all, all, all the time. You'll see things like move and they just make shit up. And then people would like ask to do seances or stay late inside the, in the theater. And so they would, they'd be like, yeah, the, you know, the staying in the theaters is free, but you know, the, the tip, you, know, yeah. you can always tip. And so the two of them told me the story where they had a group in they're on the stage. These two guys have, have gone up to the like tech office and they're just fucking hanging out, smoking weed, not giving a shit <laughs> about every 20, 25 minutes. It'd be like, all right, it's your turn. And they would go climb up into the grid without being seen. Cause there's like a, an access way so yeah. they'd be out above the stage and they'd like make sounds and bang on stuff and the people would be down there like oh shit <laughs> all to give these people a show and the brady is there is like the brady theater in tulsa is one of the most haunted landmarks in oklahoma yeah. it's like it's all been fucking made up by these two <laughs> jackasses the whole thing was a scam to give these guys get extra beer money <laughs> um what you call it um i i actually it's so funny talking about like fake ghost stuff uh yesterday i was watching uh the old freddy krueger tv show mm. have you ever seen any of that i haven't it's on tubi the whole series is on tubi right now for free uh but last night's episode the one i was watching it's like a girl is pretending to be like a like a medium and she's pretending to be a guy on the titanic and she's like oh <laughs> She's like, oh, we need the sonar. And then there's a skeptic in the crowd. He's like, sonar wasn't around during the Titanic. And she gets exposed. <laughs> but then, like, so, like, the whole thing, she's, like, telling a guy, like, her whole thing. She's like, yeah, so all the stories and everything I do is fake. But I actually put myself into a trance. And Freddy Krueger <laughs> uses the trance to go into her body and start fucking with people and killing people. It's pretty fucking hilarious. That well, I might fun. have to check that show out. Yeah. Not every episode. There's only like a few episodes that are actually about Freddy. Usually he's like a Crypt Keeper type host. Uh, but no, it's a good time. You get to see you get to see baby uh, Brad Pitt, teenager Brad Pitt. You get to see like all these big actors before they like became big in it. It's it's a fun little uh, time capsule. Yeah. So yeah. I, so yeah, and and so St. Louis has is obviously you know about a hundred years older than, than it was yeah. even more than that. But the, the standing building, some of them are a hundred years older than the ones we have in Tulsa. And so with that comes all sorts of ghost tour things, stay at the Lent mansion, the haunted Lent brewery, like all this kind of stuff. And it's just, it's to me, it's far more logical to ascribe something moving without your knowledge, like that someone moved it or you just didn't remember where you left a thing. Yeah. Um, to I like I remember my dad and I were driving uh, probably to Virginia or or DC or something. We're driving and I'm we're you know we're just it's middle of the night and all of a sudden I saw a dog in the middle of the road and I just started screaming like watch out for that dog watch out for that dog and I like saw the dog in the road and then and my dad's like what dog what dog and the next thing I know I saw the dog like standing at the top of an on ramp and then there was no dog. Now, some people would be like, that was a ghost dog that was hit by the traffic. But what I think it was, was that I was like partially asleep. Yeah. So then we took the next exit and got coffee and shockingly didn't see any more ghost dogs for the rest of that trip. <laughs> that That's my uh, my biggest thing to discredit ghosts. It's like, what are the only two ghosts you ever hear about? 
people and pets. And I always say, you never hear about ghost dinosaurs. You never hear about ghost bacteria. You never hear about ghost sea life. It's always people and pets, the things that we project human emotions onto or other humans. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's my thing. Because they're always and, like, they're like, ghosts have unfinished business. And I always say, I'm like, you know, a lot of dinosaurs had unfinished business. <laughs> I feel like there's like about a billion of them that had unfinished business at the same time when the fucking asteroid did. We would be seeing like ghost T-Rexes being like, oh, where are my eggs? Ah. Yeah, shouldn't the One World Trade Center be like just haunted full of fucking that ghosts? Should be, yeah, or any like like Nagasaki and Hiroshima, like those yeah. should be super haunted. And I it, never hear shit about that. No, it's always it's always like, yeah, there's an old it's an old woman or it's like yeah. a kid or it, it's, it's in PA. I, I used to when I was a Boy Scout, we camped at like Gettysburg and they're like, this is one of the bloodiest battles and all the Civil War. I'm like, I didn't see one fucking ghost. I didn't <laughs> see one. And they're like, it's the bloodiest battle of the Civil War. The most Americans died here because there were Americans on both sides. I'm like, well, obviously I'm going to see a ghost. Whoa, 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 Tony. <laughs> Americans on both sides? Oh, sorry. Sounds a little fucking suspect there, but sorry, I don't, sorry, I don't sorry. think we count that anymore. <laughs> I, I, meant, I meant North Americans, like the continent. So that, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> Uh, th- yeah, that's like, can you imagine you're like a 17 year old kid? You go march to Gettysburg to like fight in a war that you don't really yeah. want to fight in. You're like, well, I got to do this because of the draft. So then I, you know, I want to be a farmer. I want to like have sex yeah. with for the first time, have some kids and shit. And you get like shot in the battlefield and you're bleeding out. And you're like, I guess I have no more unfinished business. So I don't have to hang out in the field <laughs> as a ghost for the next 300 years. It's literally everyone oh. who's died is just, they had to have said at the moment of their death being like, <laughs> I got this covered. I think I did a good job. <laughs> oh, you're, you're like you're like slowly dying. You're like, hold on, let me get my book. Missed out. Uh, uh, uh. That one <laughs> didn't that really means- matter. That one's not that important. <laughs> but Have sex with like- Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, she's not even that pretty anymore anyway. Oh, but that's that is- everything. Uh. But yeah, according to these ghost people, it's like, wow. A lot of like old women in mansions for some reason had a lot of unfinished business. They had so much more to do. That's a great that's a great segue, Tony, because you have you heard of the Winchester mansion in LA? Oh, of course, of course. The she went it's, crazy. She made like doors that led nowhere and whatnot. Yeah. She like, had her house under constant construction for the last like 20 years of her life because she was convinced that the ghost of the people killed by Winchester rifles would mm-hmm. come to punish her. So the house is like made with these staircases that went nowhere doors that went into nothing to like confuse ghosts into getting in, getting like at her. Um, there's, and, and then they made a movie about her recently and yeah. everybody's like, wow, how, how moving, like how moving this woman was out of her fucking mind. Yeah. If Wait. she wasn't rich, people would be like, you're a crazy bitch. First off. All right. So like you have to like, are, aren't ghosts only supposed to haunt where they died? Like exactly. The The rules never make any fucking sense. People change rules on it all the time. It's like, okay, so say the ghost could travel. Like they know where your mansion is. Okay. (laughs) If they have like a magic thing that lets them know exactly where you are, the same magic directions they have will probably let them know which hallway is fake and which hallway. And also can't they walk through walls? Like, like you're not, this is so fucking stupid. Also, if, if I'm a ghost, right. I have the ability now I'm not, tethered through whatever thing to this area i can go anywhere 
I'm fucking going to the Rockettes dressing room. Yeah. That's where I'm going to haunt for the rest of eternity. Should I haunt the... Oh, yeah, there. I got to haunt the wife of the guy. And (laughs) it's like, why don't you, like, find the guy in the afterworld and give him a piece of your mind or something? I'm going to kick your ass, buddy. (laughs) It's so So fucking stupid. The whole ghost thing. I mean, it's fun. It's fun, but it's so stupid when you think about it. Yeah, and then you can take ghost tours of that mansion. But the whole idea is that the mansion is built to, like, defeat ghosts. So why would there be ghost tours there? None of it makes any sense. Yeah. It's it's all just silly and it's all just like and it's it's one thing like I, I don't get me wrong. I love going to haunted houses. Yeah, it's, it's fun. People pop out at you. They like rev a chainsaw. You know, it's fake. It's yeah. like you have a little good time. You go on like your little haunted hayride, whatever the case may be. Uh, but the the it's like going to a movie like you yeah. can go enjoy watching a movie because you even though, you know, it's fake, you can like buy into it for the little bit of time you're in there. Mm. But like. It's the ghost tour is predicated on the idea that it's absolutely real. The same way, the same way, like going to a museum and looking at art, the art is like a physical manifestation of, of emotions and things that that, like, you can go see that art and it's real. You can go see these ghosts because they're real, but then there are no, it's like going to the zoo. If you like going to the zoo and every exhibit in the zoo is like closed for construction, (laughs) where are the lions? We shipped it out to San Diego uh, while we rebuild the lion paddock. But this okay, is well, where the lions would be what? if they were here. There's the there's like the little tire that they chew. Uh, they're not here right now, but but this is where you would have seen them if they if they were here. Here's a placard with a picture of a lion and a description of what lions are. Have a good time. <laughs> like, are you out of your mind? And you know what's really the thing? Ghost tours. Nothing ever exciting happens, but on like a haunted hayride or one of those haunted houses, sometimes someone will punch one of the entertainers and they'll have to shut down. That's the not fucking funny. Yeah, no, it's not. But well, it's funny to see the argument with them screaming. If you're not the one who punched them. Yeah. Because I remember being a kid. One of my earliest memories of a haunted hayride is like, oh, the headless horseman's there. And I remember the hayride stopping and just the, the guy in the monster thing screaming at a guy who punched him. And that never happens on a ghost tour because there's That's no actual true. ghost to punch. I well, I worked at a haunted house with uh, yeah. Tim and Truckin' and Tuckin', and I yeah. got punched in the face twice. Oh, my God. Fortunately, I wore a, a welder's mask. So yeah. the, the the square rectangle cut into the bridge of my nose, which, <laughs> which was painful. And then the second time, that was already split when I got punched in the face again. Oh, and it was just no. like, you paid to be here, jackass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't get the ghost tours. I don't get why. I don't get the appeal. I don't get the. There's no product that comes out of the end. No. Um, you'd be far. You'd be far better off like going and doing. Just like it's eleven o'clock at night. Why don't you go drink in a bar? Yeah. Maybe you'll get so drunk you'll see a ghost. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Anyway, oh, so stupid. Well, that's my issue, and that's our episode for this week. So this has been. Here's what I'm get. I'm Tab Burt. I'm Tony from Hack the Movies. Until next time. Uh, say like, see ya. See ya. If you want to call into Here's Again Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. 
or you can visit us in Discord under the voicemail upload channel. Post an MP3 there if you don't, if like you're living outside the United States and you don't pay the uh, long distance or whatever. Uh, we've got some voicemails here. Let's jump okay. back to this old one that was specifically for Tony. Okay. Let me uh, pull it up here because it's kind of buried. Okay. And by buried, I mean Google loads very, very slowly for no fucking reason. <laughs> Ryan Dunn says, great show. Thank you, Ryan Dunn. We appreciate it. I'm so glad you're alive again, Ryan Dunn. Well, that's a ghost. Oh, shit. There's a ghost on this episode. Yeah, that's actually. <laughs> why go to a tour? Just watch this episode. There's a ghost there. <laughs> Hey, Tab, player four here. And okay, uh, so hold on, hold on. I also want to ask this question to player four because I heard player four call into WATP, and I assumed he was call, calling himself player four because we have Sage, Mr. Kill Everything, and Dead Helm yeah. all in their like fight sequence. And then he was like, I'm player four. I also want to fight Sage. But are, is so when you call the WATP, are you referencing this show or is player four a reference to something that I don't understand? Okay. So answer that question, please. Uh, you're going to go on the screen about how Vito is such an attention whore and how you, uh, you know, you don't like attention whores. And then you bring fucking Tony from half the movies on your podcast as one of your four rotating co-hosts. Like, what the fuck, Tab? That guy is the biggest, the biggest attention whore. Uh, maybe not as big as Vito. So, point, <laughs> you know, but, like, if this guy found out that one more person might watch his YouTube video, if he raped a cat, then he would fucking do it because he's such an attention whore. I, I hate Tony from half the movie. No, now to me, here's what I don't get: is he's gonna have one week off every fucking time Tony comes on. So, you know, in in my eyes, you're not the longest running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday Network. You're just a chump who misses an episode a week. Why do you miss episode Tab? Bye. I'm trying to uh, hang up, but I'm driving, so this is kind of awkward. Um, okay, red light. Bye. Tony, would you like to address the your accusations of being an attention whore? Um, well, yeah. I am a shameless self-promoter. <laughs> How do you think the channel got so big? Uh, um, but I, I was going to say bots. Uh, no, it wasn't <laughs> bots. <laughs> People always say that. They're like, I bet you bought those. I'm like, if that was an option, I would have bought so much more so it looks so much more impressive. <laughs> Like uh, um, MC, M MSCS Media? Yeah, I would do like yeah. MCS Media, but I know bots don't work. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I wouldn't do that to a cat to get an extra view. <laughs> I don't think I would go that far. But uh, yeah, everything else he said is 100% right. You know, so I just want to point this out. Like if you missed the last episode Tony was on, Tony yeah. was really like skirting the edge of the early life meme. It was um, it was pretty impressive. So you know, I'd say it's not worth skipping. It's not worth skipping episodes. And yeah. I will also say this: like Tony and I have had like a robust friendship yeah. outside prior to this show, just like privately for mm -hmm. four or five years now. For a long time, yeah, yeah. Just like chatting about this and that. So um, if you don't, you know. We're we're we're. I was like, yes, it'd be great to have Tony on. He's got yeah. a bigger audience. Maybe we can cross draw some of their audience. But <laughs> we also have like funny conversations from time to time. Yeah. So, uh, here we go. Another one. Hey, Tab. 
It's August 8th. August 8th. Fuck, it's October 8th. And I just went to Costco to look for some Halloween decorations. And there were zero Halloween decorations. But, you know, there are decorations for another holiday. Oh, that's right. October 8th. Fucking Christmas decorations all over the store. I guarantee it, they were up dude, there earlier. It's fucking over, like Western civilization. It's done. I I hope Russia starts dropping nukes because <laughs> it's it, it's it's just over, man. It's just totally over. I don't, I don't know if I want nukes dropping. But... <laughs> I'm on the nuke. I'm I'm team nuke. <laughs> okay. that's, that's my write-in for the 2024 presidential election. <laughs> nuke, uh, dude. Did this weekend, October 11th through the 14th? or something is was prime's early access sale do you know what the early access was to yeah fucking black friday deals yep son of a bitch like (laughs) what the fuck man we already have prime day which is a completely made up holiday where they like offload a bunch of their bullshit and they're doing the thing they always do which is they go like yeah this thing is three hundred dollars now it's two hundred dollars you're saving thirty percent like it was two hundred dollars yesterday too it just didn't have a blue banner around it Figured um last week we did uh what is the best Halloween two episode and I did an ad for this website called Zavi and I made it for for an episode called Best Halloween Two where we talk about three Halloween movies. I made my ad all Christmas themed. It was so fucking funny. And it's not funny. It's not funny. Tony. It was pretty funny because you know you're off the all, show. I still had all the Halloween stuff on set, and I'm like, Christmas is coming. It's not. It's not. It's not coming. Christmas is canceled. Like, oh, okay. I want to fucking goddamn. I want to fucking go in, break into everyone's fucking homes, take all their shit, take it to the fucking top of Mount Fraught <laughs> or whatever the fucking mountain is, and push it right off the fucking edge. Those people are not. That whole fucking movie is doesn't make any fucking sense anymore because it's not about the spirit of Christmas. It's all yeah. about commercialism, which is why they're trying to shove this shit down your fucking throat yeah. three months ahead of time, like. Mm-hmm. I saw Christmas decorations in stores and we're not in September. We weren't even the fucking quarter of the year that Christmas happens in. It's unfucking believable. <sighs> All right, I got another one here. Okay. Here's what I don't get. You schedules at, say, 1030 and you're a delivery style business where you're supposed to fucking be here to be able to deliver pizzas and what have you to people. Why the hell you set your alarm for 10.30? You're supposed to be here at the time you fucking get up, you stupid fucking bitch. Okay. That felt very specific. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do hate when like you order pizza from a place uh, and it'll be like, 35 to 45 minutes yeah and so then about 45 minutes later you're like when was that when did i place that order i placed that <laughs> order at 7 11 it's 45 minutes after 7 11 801 why is the pizza not here oh i had so much trouble with uber eats and whatnot sometimes they give me someone else's food which is pretty funny oh my dad happened to my dad once he was yeah. he was at his he texted me he's like hey did you send me dinner and i was like no what yeah what are you talking about? He's like, I, there's this water burger on my porch. And I was like, <laughs> I don't fucking know anything about well, that. I ordered food. The guy gave me the wrong food. I tried to call the driver like right away and he just didn't answer. So I just ate someone else's seafood. I'm like, and well, then like, it's here. <laughs> that person got whatever food you ordered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, it turns out that food was for his neighbor. And so they ended, he's like about to dig into it and they knock on the door like, hey, did you get a water burger delivery? Like, uh, yeah, one second. Like, gotta fucking wrap it back up. That's pretty funny. 
Uh, we got a, two more voicemails. Jesus. If someone releases a live show as an episode of their podcast, and they had the microphone for recording show out in the back of the room in the middle of a bunch of fucking trunks, so you can barely hear the people on stage, so you have to crank it way up, and you get blown away every once in a while by all the people screaming and hollering in the crowd. And then the dynamically inserted ad comes in that's I need to like star that one for whenever whenever I have Carl on the show again. Because <laughs> I tried to listen to that Detroit live show episode of WATP, mm-hmm. and I so I was what was I doing? Oh, I I got this film to put on the windows that makes it like a mirror on the outside, and yeah. it lets less heat in, and. So I, I was working on that project and I just plugged my phone into my TV sound system. So it'd be nice yeah. and loud. I could hear it throughout the house. And uh, my TV sound system has like a big, it's a 10 inch sub and then two big eight inch tops. And mm-hmm. so the whole show has like this boomy, like someone tapping directly uh. on the edge of the microphone the entire time. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't fucking do this. So I paused I- it. I- I moved to the next episode, and then I was like, maybe I'll try and listen to it in the car. And of course, your car has decent sub, and mm. so it sounded. And I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I quit. I yeah. can't listen to this episode. I, I skipped it because I saw all the complaints. Uh, I've listened to podcasts that, like, um, like I said, I used to listen to here. Uh, back this is here's what. I oh mean. yeah, I used to listen to here's what. Okay, it sounded like shit. Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> no, I used to listen to uh, how did this get made? As I said before. Oh. And- one of their live shows, the recorder died and they recorded on an iPhone and I couldn't do it. So when I saw people complaining about the live show at WATP, I'm like, no, nope, I'm going to skip it. I would have just said, hey, guys, uh, it doesn't exist. The audio doesn't exist. Fuck you. I would have just said that, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I oh, the unbalance between like the, the dynamically inserted ads and a podcast is also fucking infuriating. Does he? I think he auto inserts them. I I manually place my ads into the podcast stuff. Like you can manually do it. I don't know. No, they're his are his are dynamic ads, and they, he claims they're targeted. But the last episode of WATP that I listened to, all my ads were for England. Um, yeah. well, so no, no, no. The, whoever the he's ad- whoever he's getting these ads from is a the, fucking retard. No, 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 the ads are randomized, but you can, or at least the RSS thing that I use, you can put. Oh, like, you where put the point. Yeah, where the ads are going to play, and I usually make sure it doesn't interrupt like a sentence or something. I don't know if he does that though. Uh, he, I don't think I don't think he does. I think it's like the beginning and the de- exact middle. I think those yeah. are the two spots. No, yeah. uh, I don't trust the auto placement. They put it in like weird places sometimes. Yeah, they will put it in the middle of your sentence. Like there's been times in WATP where Carl will be like, "Yeah, so on this on this podcast, they're talking about this thing," and then it'll be like, uh, "Talk to what is that? Better call, better help. One eight hundred better help forward slash WATP." And but and you're like, "What the hell is happening?" Here? <laughs> um, the YouTube is the worst with auto placed ads. Like if you don't catch it, they'll put like. 10 ads in like the first five minutes of one of my videos and people be like dude what's up with the ads I'm like fuck fuck i forgot to manually put them in i gotta like delete them and shit it's so yeah so annoying uh i'm I, as a as is now oh. here's why i don't get tradition i'm going to start adding myself in more spots to this stream we've got <laughs> one more voicemail here's what i don't get telling your boss 30 minutes after you're supposed to fucking be here that you can't be here on time because he has to go buy groceries 
at the store because you woke up late. Like, you were off for three days in a row. How what? the fuck did you not go to the grocery store for three days you were off? And now I'm having to tell people and tell them, yeah, your order's going to be late because my fucking retard of a driver is going to be 30 minutes late, which is probably going to turn into an hour, an hour and a half, like last time you pulled this bullshit. I wish I had the chance to fucking fire her ass. I don't give a shit if your kid is retarded and you have to have the money so GCF doesn't take him away. Fuck you. That was another very specific voicemail. Yeah, but do he's people, totally right. Do, do people just call into your show because they can't yell at the person? Is that I what happened? So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I use the show for therapy, so why shouldn't they? Yeah, but I can just see, like, I would have yelled her so much. Let me call Tab. Tab. Let me, <laughs> let me go out of my car. No, absolutely. If you've got, you know, let it out into the internet. Nobody knows who you are unless you like go and like, yeah, my name is Ted Burder when the pizza hut at 427 South Sheridan Avenue in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, my employees are Dan, Jim, Dave, Ethan, Sarah, M- Margaret, and also Dave. Uh, and I just want to say you're all fucking retards and I hate you. And if I could, I would strangle you all to death and leave your bodies in the freezer and then flee to Mexico. Like, I don't like that. That voicemail would be like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, uh, that, that, <laughs> that, 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 that is bizarre. I'd be like, all right, uh, we're going to block that number from now on. But for, but for the most part, list. like you just want to shout at someone fucking shout into our voicemail. It'd be great. Yeah. Uh, I do hate that. Like, the, even if it's even if it's not, you had three days off, like fucking get your shit together go to the grocery store after you leave work, go to the grocery store tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like I, I try and plan my grocery shopping around my life. So mm-hmm. a lot, oftentimes uh, one thing, that's one of the things that pisses me off about the scamdemic and like Walmart's and places not being open 24 hours a day anymore. I yeah. used to love going grocery shopping, like 1231 at Dude, night. It was so great. Fucking nobody in the store. I would you, go you like, to, I would go Christmas shopping for people at 3 a.m. Yeah, all the lie. It was great. You like you you'd be they'd be out there stocking and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I don't you got your pup palette out here. I don't give a shit. I'll fucking push through and find my thing. Yeah. Uh, and now you can't do that anymore because now they're closed from 11 to 10 a.m. Yeah. or something. So but like, OK, Sunday, I have a I have a matinee. I'll go sh- go. I'll leave the theater after the matinee and then go to the grocery store. And then when I then I'll get home and then I have all my groceries for the week or the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and that's just like not a thing anymore, but people yeah. don't do that. People be like, Oh uh, yeah. I tried to make dinner for my kid. And also people don't plan ahead. Like I know i realize that my supplies are dwindling and I go, I'm starting to think, okay, I'm going to need to go grocery shopping. Am I going to go Saturday or Sunday? Am I going to mm-hmm. go Monday? Uh, people don't do that. They're just like, I'm out of food. I'm an idiot. Ugh. So annoying. Yeah. Well, well, that's it. That's all of our voicemails so far. Uh, call in and leave your voicemails. Call in and complain about your coworkers. Um, <laughs> we haven't got compl- call in to complain about me. Apparently. Yeah. If you have a voicemail for a specific co-host, uh, try and like say their name during the voicemail, and I'll save it for the episode that they're on, <laughs> so that we're not like we're not playing that when they're not here. Like, let them kind of respond. That'll always be my favorite thing. We're like Tony's just trying to get famous and it's like yep yeah i don't yep. think you're gonna be getting famous on here's what i don't get yeah well that was what i'm saying like <laughs> well you know it's funny because people are just like you only ever called yourself tony from hack the movies on cinemasker so people would check out your channel and i'm like yeah it worked 
<laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's, Fucking sleuth it out. Like, Did you guys think I was trying to get one by you? Like, no, that's that's 100% why I called myself Tony from Hack the Movie. <laughs> that's why he wears that shirt on the show. Well, well this character's dead, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks, Tony. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Until next time, we'll see you. Goodbye. <laughs>